And now, the new adventures of Jack, Mac, and Ernie. This week's adventure is Injury Time. Well, if it's not my old neighborhood friends, Jack, Mac, and Ernie. Hi, Kristen. What are you guys doing today? It's such a nice day. Shouldn't you be out playing ball? Ah, oh, Kristen, we're just wondering why Mac looks so sad. Gee, guys, my mom went to the Montreal Impact match last night and didn't come home until Sunday afternoon. Uh-oh. What is it, Ernie? Oh, nothing. Tell, Tell us. us. I, I really shouldn't, guys. Tell, Tell us, us, Ernie. Mac, cover your ears. Okay, but you gotta tell me after. His ears are covered. What is it, Ernie? How do you think Jermaine Defoe got that groin strand? Oh, right. Okay, guys, now I'm covering my ears. Now tell me. She, she was missed at the church. bus. Oh, nuts. This episode of Jack, Mac, and Ernie is brought to you by the letters D and P and the numbers 6 and 9. From a pile of gently used club super sex G strings, it's Le Podcast to Minority Vocal! Raise your voice! Victoire, victoire! Cette fin de semaine, nous avons rendu à Montréal juste pour vous donner nos auditeurs. Ah, Tabernet. I mean, sorry, we're just back from La Belle Provence and still readjusting. So welcome to this week's show where we look at the depressing episode that was DC, but then pump up that volume and get ready to delight your audio canal with our tales of impact crushing. And then we might talk about other stuff too. But first, let's welcome the panel. He spent more time hunting down pedestrian paths than Mitsu in between poutine stops, and not a club super sex, really. He is the managing editor of Waking the Red, it's Duncan Fletcher. Bonjour, bonjour. He mysteriously disappeared during our weekend, and we've been told to ignore those banging sounds from his trunk and the muffled French swear words. It's, um, the graphics guy and match reporter from the Yorkies, Mark Hinckley. Oh, I'm Uncle Peter. Right. He spent the weekend speaking broken French, eating croissants, and watching Mitsu videos in the dark, so as to be with the rest of us in spirit. He is the managing editor of the Yorkies. It's Tony Walsh. Andre Dawson. Well, in Montreal, I had some poutine, ate some croissants, practiced my French, and finally fulfilled my lifelong dream. No, not getting a lap dance at Club Meet Super Sex. No, I got Bradley Orr to sign my kit. Rapture! I am one of the writers for Waking the Red and your host, Kristen Knowles. So last week we had to play two games. That's right, two games. Not that anyone remembers the one we're going to talk about first, which is their trip down to the other nation's capital, to the U.S. Didn't even happen. Exactly. But we're going to talk about it anyway. Uh, unlike the previous meetings between these two clubs, this was a fairly unfortunate illustration for the second game in a row of the disparity between the top of the Eastern Conference and the rest of the pack. Not you, Montreal. You're way down at the bottom. <laughs> where you belong. Um, but this was in no way a statement game from our Reds, unless that statement was, we're really not that good yet. Uh, highlight. Is there a highlight? Does anyone have a highlight? I did. Let's hear it. The final whistle. Hey. <laughs> ah. Nice. Yeah. I, I kind of felt that they kept pressing, uh, even... Depressing. They didn't, well, <laughs> they, didn't, uh, they didn't let the deficit really keep them down, so... But then, you know, the bottom fell out, so really, what does it matter? Well, I feel like they're like the orphans from from uh, from Annie. You know, it's hard enough, but, mm -hmm. you know... Cheer still buttons. cheerfully, yeah. yeah. <laughs> cheerfully slogging through the misery. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant red and unwanted. Hey! Oh, for goodness! Tony? Oh! Not you, uh, What was in that? Um, hate. Um, <laughs> he's all, oh, he's all sugared up. That's what it is. 
the, there was a good first few minutes. You know, the, the second half was a complete shit show. Yeah. The first half was okay, mm -hmm. except for the odd little bit here or there. Um, but you know, the, the first there were some good bits in there. Some nice through balls from Michael Bradley before Bogura wasted them. There was some good stuff, little bits here or there. Yeah. If I were forced to come up with the man of the match, it might be Michael Bradley, but yeah, that was pretty much what I had to do. I, I, I first yeah. half question mark, like the first half of the first half, and some decent play from Bradley. That's national yeah. anthems were pretty good. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. solid, solid. It's true. Mm -hmm. All right, low lights. Mm. Um, I put Hagelin's own goal not because Hagelin scored it, but um, it pretty much summed up exactly how the night went. No matter how hard they tried, still was a failure. <laughs> it was a, such a good desperate attempt because that was it had to be cleared, but he just helped it go in. So. Mm -hmm. That's what I got. Yes, I had. There were so many, but uh, Luke Moore's Roger Moore like scoring touch when he was an easy chance on goal encapsulated TFC's offensive prowess on the evening, except for any time Dominic Oduro was in on goal. <laughs> that yeah. superseded all. Oh, Dominic Adira. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to go with that entire, maybe about one minute perhaps, from when Ojiro got that chance and messed it up, and then immediately they went down and we can defend it horribly. And, you know, you, you have things like a, a game in six or whatever it is. That was July in a minute. Uh, oh, we're playing well, we got a chance. Oh, we fucked that up. Now they're going down here. Oh, we're going to defend horribly and we can see the goal. It's like, yes, July, right there. <laughs> the Bacardi so, July. So, yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, they made us drink, so, so that works out well. So much horrible to go around. Yeah, I just had the entire second half. Tired, mm -hmm. no imagination, you know, falling back on very old and ugly habits. Just complete unpleasantness. All right, so with this game, what was Nelson thinking? in terms of that lineup and those subs. I wonder when those coaching badges I sent away for will come in the mail. <laughs> yeah, I'm, it's amazing what you can get from Shoot Magazine back pages yeah. these days. It's like, it's like, it's like a Charles Alizad. <laughs> How many box tops do I need? <laughs> these other coaches are coming in and these friendlies and kicking sand in my face. Oh, I'm going to get my own coaching badges. <laughs> what you need is the... <laughs> It's it's there is a rule. It, it's actually against the rules. I can't play two DPs forwards at the same time, right? Is is that one of the rules for the coaching badge? I, I couldn't possibly play both of them. No, we, you have to go with Luke Moore. What brings you better when I have to take the forward? Okay, it's yeah, not a good uh, not a good match. Yeah, I just I oh, sorry, Mark. Oh no, I, I just said uh, the only thing I put was. At least we didn't lose by four. Am I right, guys? Oh. Hey! Yeah, I just said, was it a good idea to put an untested for TFC defender into the back line in an important game with some table implications? Like, Warren C had horrible game. He did. Yeah. But was it a good idea? Like, why was he even out there? There were other, there were other options. The mystery of Ashton Morgan. <laughs> No, we gotta I, save him for that futures game. No, no. Yeah, Haglund could have moved uh, over. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, Haglund it right back. And then. Then. Not exactly flushed with experience. No, no, no. Morrow in the middle, Morgan on the left. Yeah. So. Maybe or or Haglund, you know, like there, but there were options other than players mm -hmm. who have played. Well, maybe Ashton probably hasn't played with this team at all recently. Mm -hmm. But and then the super late subs again, which I didn't. And then yeah, Gilberto. Why? Why didn't he start? Or why didn't he come on? Fuck of a lot sooner. Just mm. drives me crazy. Yes. So, uh, DC, was this revenge for burning down the White House all those years ago? Well, this might be revenge for leaving that crappy tip at the Columbia Heights IHOP back in 2011. Oh. But, uh, Damn, I forgot about if that. If there's revenge coming, this ain't it. It hasn't happened yet. IHOP. <laughs> Strawberry syrup. You monsters. What is that? <laughs> Fuck off, terrorists. Syrup. Freedom. <laughs> It was actually revenge for burning down most of RFK Stadium back in 2009, an event to this day that has only been noticed by a single janitor. <laughs> uh, I will go with revenge for ruining Jaime Moreno's retirement game. It was the last game of 2010, I think it was, 
and uh, yeah, you know, it's all very emotional. Jaime's last game, banners and everything. And yeah, TFC went in there and won three two. Like Nicholas Lindsay might even have scored. Oh, Nicholas wow. Pissed all over it. Uh, uh, revenge for not taking Kevin Payne off their hands sooner. Mm. Mm. They could have been that much better that much sooner if he'd only come to fix our club. It's funny, I was thinking during that match, when I, there was a lot of time to do thinking, how many times since we have joined the league that DC have gone up as a club, down as a club, yeah. up as a club, down as a club, while mm. we're still on our first upswing. Our very slow our trajectory. Very slow. We'll get there eventually, boys. We've made it to the second rung. <laughs> yeah. It's a good, He's like, keep up. Yeah, this this is a good point, though. You mentioned Kevin Payne. I remember it's like last year when obviously both teams were shit. Everyone's like, there's two Kevin Payne teams. It's, it's like the Payne event and blah, 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 blah. You know, why is nobody, oh, yeah, Kevin Payne. This is what happens. This is the pain effect. You know, a couple of years later or something. And pain relief. Good things will happen. Will. Pain relief. Perhaps. Yes. Motion uh, derby. <laughs> why, why is Kevin Payne getting no respect? Believe it or not. Wow. And to round off our talk of the DC game, it's time for the Caldwell Arms game in sixteen words, gentlemen. Remember when Ojiro looked good? Yeah. Defensive sloppiness yet again. Bradley O, report to the subs bench. I'm counting your yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the film Independence Day, the Reds floated aimlessly above DC before dropping a huge load. Hey. Nice. Fell asleep at halftime. MLS live <laughs> shows I didn't miss much. I mean it's for goodness. Good. Mm. A capital waste of time for anyone that watched the second half. Lackluster effort, deserved loss. Mm -hmm. So literal. Honey. Capital. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Hey, everybody! It's Bitchy Blakes! Liquor. What happened on this trip? Yeah. Don't you remember we were talking about this in the car? Yeah, sure. Stop keeping on. Bonkity bonk. Works for free. Danny. Should be. Boing 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 Welcome to this week's edition of Bitchy Blank. Especially to you, Quebecois <laughs> listeners. Yes. Bienvenue. Bienvenue. We appreciate your culture. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, we, uh, as always, well, not as always. I'm going to do it again. So we had lots of entries for uh, last week's uh, Bitchy Blank, which was the TFC Impact Derby has been called many things, but it should really be called Blank. Like, thank you all for submitting your various submissions on the internet in various places. However, uh, this week's winner came from an unusual place. It was the backseat of our car on our way back from Montreal. An uncomfortable place. <laughs> oh! There's all sorts of space. It's a oh, very roomy seat. vehicle. Oh, not yes. like the back of a Volkswagen. Ah. Ross takes the... Small rides. Lovely. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Ross is very small. The seat's way up here. There's so much legroom. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> anyway, the winner is Will uh, at Big Willie Style on the Twitters, and his answer is it should be called the Voyagers Cup Winners Cup Derby. <laughs> I like it. Catchy. <laughs> I like it. Vancouver. Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Melt the trophy down and pour it into uh, some mold that basically just comes out just saying for goodness. Vancouver. Nice like silver metal just straight up for goodness. Vancouver on a on a plinth. That'd be much better. Mm -hmm. Yes. Finger, no, no, a finger to a mountain. Sure. <laughs> 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 a finger on top of a mountain. <laughs> Gentlemen, <laughs> what did you have for this? Coupe just pour rire. Oh. Uh, I I uh, I figure it should be called the uh, the one way derby. Um, 
Didn't seem like that big a deal if you were at the game. Only the security and the ultras made it seem important. That uh, half crowd that was there uh, takes away the charm. Um, I uh, had a busy, distracted weekend, so uh, hopefully you didn't listen to the outtakes from last week, because I'm going to use what I said there. This should be called the Mitsuper Classico. Hey-oh! It's still good. Oh, Nobody it's... listens after Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, like, that's the sign. totally listen after Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> <laughs> that's best stuff is. All right. Well, this week's Vichy Blank. What did you have? That's you a have? very good question. Yeah. Mm. Mine's really bad. I don't want to use it. No. Oh. You do, yeah, every time I tell you all it's really bad, you all do this. Oh, and I tell you, and you all look at me with like, this is like, let's see how far she falls this time. Yeah, I don't want to do it. It's terrible. You want me to read yours? Allez, 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 Christine, allez. Allez, 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 Christine, allez. Alright, I had it should be called the official language debate derby so that perhaps if you tell them there's going to be language debated, people will actually come to the game. Mm, it's nice. terrible. And I hate they, you they all. Will. That was great. It was awful. Was Am I looking at political. it? Political. Political. It's timely. No, it's so bad. Oh, that's, that's Go away. Just don't. <laughs> <laughs> I have to throw something at your face. <laughs> I have to comment on Canadian society as a whole. Ah, yeah. Thought-provoking. Biting. Biting yeah. insight. Mm -hmm. Alright, so this week's Vichy Blank is Montreal Impact coach Frank Klopas kept his job by blank. Leave it in the comments thread on our website, vocalminorityspodcast.blogspot.ca. Yeah, yeah, I nailed it. Woo! <laughs> First time. Or in the comments on Waking the Fred when we post it there. Thank you all for playing. Please continue to do so. We enjoy it a great deal. And uh, on to the next bit. There were some other games played this weekend, but as the VMP crew were partying in Montreal, we didn't actually watch any of them. So here's our intrepid wins and losses report from Duncan as best gleaned from scanning the internet. Duncan? Thank you, Kristen. Now, we're obviously going to get into Montreal later on, but uh, it should be noted first off that uh, due to San Jose and Houston both getting wins, they're now eight points adrift of everyone in last place. Last mm. place. Last place. Last place. Last place. Uh, Montreal truly are the worst team in the league. It really? was. It a I, yes, yeah. I did enjoy that one. Um, as mentioned there, San Jose won. They beat Seattle 1-0, their second straight win. And once again, Yannick Jalo was a hero. Though... Jalo! <laughs> Is it the goal he's looking for? And, uh, but before you rush out to add Jalo to your fantasy lineup, he also got injured again. Which is basically the story of his season. This is what he does. I'm good. Oh, I'm injured. I'm good. I'm injured. Yeah. Uh, Seattle have now lost twice. Uh, coming wow. back to the rest of the league. Only two points ahead uh, in the Western Conference. And down to second behind uh, Kansas City in the Supporters' Shield stakes. And uh, yes, Houston won. Clearly getting rid of Warren Creval was uh, what they needed. <laughs> that was the key. <laughs> the wake-up call uh, they needed. You're welcome needed. that we can take that hand <laughs> yes. off of your ankle. Uh, it may also perhaps be due to getting DeMarcus Beasley and uh, Honduran World Cup player Luis Garrido no way, it's into Creval. the team. Yeah, totally yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, maybe it's just playing DC United, who now have one tie and 11 defeats in 12 games all-time in Houston. True story. Wow. Uh, this was Houston's first win in over two months, but they are now just five points back of the playoffs, so don't count uh, Dominic Kinnear and Houston uh, out of it at all. Uh, talking of Eastern Conference playoff hopefuls, it's time to check in with New England's attempts at history, which sadly went horribly wrong as they beat Colorado 3-0 midweek to end their losing streak at eight. 
But uh, not to worry though, they're right back on that horse. They lost to New York on Saturday, okay. uh, starting another streak. So uh, Charlie Davis did score his first MLS goal since 2011 in that defeat, which is nice. He was over the moon. I'm sure most of his shots went there too. Hey! Uh-huh. <laughs> Colorado actually lost twice this week, uh, including to Real Salt Lake, thus ensuring the Rocky Mountain Cup, which is of course the urn containing John Denver's ashes, would return to Rio Tinto Stadium. I wish it was! <laughs> Carried by Muppets. Oh my god, take me That game was RSL's first in Colorado since 2007. Uh, via That's a, weird. Yeah, it is. A little bit. Uh, it came via a 1-0 win, which uh, earned Nick Rimando another shutout. And I feel like we mentioned this months ago. But uh, with that shutout, he is now finally tied with Kevin Hartman for all-time shutouts in MLS. Wow. So uh, well done to Nick Romano. Yeah, good for him. Um, indeed. Uh, also, what else we got here? Uh, Chicago drew twice since last we recorded, which takes him up to 13. Ties already this season, just three away from the all-time record of 16 in a season. That's held by who? Uh, Chicago. Excellent. The yes. golden tie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this one's Lame. Yes. Uh, meanwhile, in stadium news, Orlando's new stadium, uh, which they're going to be moving into in 2016, uh, is being moved a block west uh, after the city finally got the last bit of property they needed to be able to do it. Uh, I include this mainly to note that the stadium will include a full-sized lion statue on a rotating base. Wow. Which I think is going to be <laughs> spectacular. You know where they bought that rotating base from. <laughs> Think other statue that used to be outside another stadium. Like a Jackson? Uh huh. Uh huh. Didn't rotate. I did. Yeah, it kind of went. Oh, did it really? Oh, I didn't know that. It went backwards. It looked like it was going forwards, but it went backwards. <laughs> and music notes are on the bottom. I don't think they kept it on a rotating. Mm, but Michael Jackson himself did not rotate. No, I think it was the thing in the bottom had the words to the. Yeah. I can't remember what. Nice. I hope they don't get a roof then if they're gonna have rotating. Lions, because really, that's the amenities you want. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wish we had a rotating lion. Yeah, um, yeah good damn cheap MLS. Where's our rotating lion? <laughs> we have a rotating finger. Just <laughs> <laughs> sit on it. Hey. I thought we had a rotating bench. No. Oh. Hey. Ah, uh, anyway, uh, that is your uh, abbreviated MLS wins and losses for the week. Back to you, Kristen. Thanks, Duncan. all over again as Longley invaded and took control of a local landmark. Maybe TFC's esprit de corps was higher, or maybe Uncle Joey's team is just imploding in a most deliciously cheesy way. Impossible. Either way, I say again, victoire! Highlights. My highlight, um, I would have to be, most of my most of my review parts seem to be about the atmosphere of the game. Uh, highlight had to be the Montreal supporters having a go at us when their team uh, missed goals uh, because they thought it went in and everybody in the stadium who wasn't sitting in our end knew it hadn't gone in but they're like ah and then they're all turning around 180 to look at the screen that they're sitting in front of to find out that it didn't go in that was very entertaining oh yeah. i could i could watch that happen to us all <laughs> game they, i wish they'd missed like 20 goals because it would have just kept getting funnier and funnier mm-hmm. that's my highlight I, I can understand that the one in the first half happened at the other end, but yeah. or the other way around, whichever yeah. it was. But yeah, there was once it was like in the goal, right in front of me. <laughs> right clearly didn't go in, but yeah, woo. they had a better view than we did. Yeah, flare yeah. smoke yeah. creates tremendous yeah. visual difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> My highlights. Um, there's a few. Bradley back to him, his uh, dominant self. I thought for the first time in a long time. Agreed. He bossed the match uh, from the midfield. Some of that had to do with the space Montreal was allowing to have, and but you know, being guys like Odor drawing the midfield, Justin Mapp, especially out of position, allowing Bradley to have the space. But it was good to see Bradley in charge again. Uh, Craval bounced back from a terrible game against DC to have a really good 
strong match in a position that's not his uh, number one position. Uh, some great tackles and some uh, just getting his himself in the right position quite often. Uh, broke down a lot of plays coming down the wing for Montreal especially. Uh, but my favorite po- point of the match was uh, after Gilberto's goal, him taking some good English advice and flipping the bees at Montreal's <laughs> yeah. support. Whether he knows what he was doing or not, he knows how to ingratiate himself to TFC's fans. I think he won a few hearts. Mm-hmm. Two simple figures. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's good to see him just celebrating properly as well. Yeah, yes. His first goal, there was a lot of relief there. He's bringing it over to the bench. Mm-hmm. Second one, he seemed overcome by emotion. Mm-hmm. This time, like, yeah, I score goals. Yeah, I do this. I'm a striker, guys. Yeah, I know, I know what okay. I'm doing. I'm going to have a proper celebration now. Yeah. Uh, the whole little celebration, the uh, somersault thing. The layout, yeah. 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 Nice Didn't notice it at the time, but uh, very nice. On the replay, it looked very good. I'm a pro. I'm a forward, guys. Yeah, okay. I, I, I score goals. Doing. This is what I do. Yeah, watch me celebrate. Yeah. yeah. Can, you, can I show you what you did like three weeks ago? <laughs> this was tears, okay? He's a real man now. Yes. <laughs> He's a brown boy. <laughs> uh, I would say my highlights, uh, as Tony's mentioned, there was just a lot of good things about the game. I think the, the bit I enjoyed most was just before uh, Toronto's second goal, that move basically started by Marco De Vallo kind of falling over and like, just appealing dramatically to the referee and everything as the game just went completely in the other direction. Bradley threads a delightful pass through to Aduro. Over to Moore, goal, lovely, but the fact that there's like DeVaio on the ground. Oh, that was a nice, <laughs> very nice little start to that move. A metaphor for his current career. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Um, yeah, I had pretty much, I, you know, it was basically a team performance, which was really nice. Most of the team played quite well and played quite well together. Mm. Um, but speaking of the ref, wasn't a game in which I wanted to kill the ref. Or even thought on both sides, I thought he handled the game quite well. True. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a game that could have gotten out of hand, it often does between these two teams. Of course, goal, Gil's goal and the the backflip and so on. I also want to just mention Justin Morrow, uh, who again had a fantastic game, mm-hmm. and you know we don't talk about him a lot because he's doing his job and he's doing his job well you're not necessarily supposed to notice him but uh, I thought he had a really strong game on that side and uh, you know eliminated a lot of uh, threats down that side <laughs> you son of a bitch <laughs> welcome to the kitten stadium podcast <laughs> <laughs> you're early it's not this week you, you mentioned the, the you know, team playing well and all that sort of thing it's like is this yeah, taking Jermaine Defoe out of the equation, think. Oh well, without Defoe, we're just now. When he's there, we just knock long balls up to him and expect things to happen. If he's not there, the team seems to work better. Uh, how well, uh, do we? But we, we do want to go down that Defoe road in. like we did yeah. with the whole Bradley argument. Well, yeah, like, that's the thing. It, it's possible they have to learn to it, play with him. Yeah, that's the thing. It's mm. possible that sometimes with Bradley and Defoe, we've as we've seen with Bradley for a good couple of months there, uh, nearly a couple of months at least. He uh, they were. De- when they couldn't depend, when he came back, they had to depend on him. Was, they were going to go, yeah. oh, he's the boss, go through him, go through him. Same with Defoe a little bit. Yes, possibly they had to find them to be uh, ways to be creative offensively without him, but yeah, he's here to stay, as is Bradley, so better learn to play with him rather than exactly. without him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could it be a, um, a side effect of confidence because there have been those stretches where we've been missing Defoe, missing Bradley, that other, other like the fringe players or the guys who played you know, on the wings and other forwards are are taking it upon amongst themselves upon themselves to to initiate those attacks and initiate that creativity rather than just like well where's number four give it to the ball guy you know like mm-hmm. like it's like okay you know remember that time we did it without him let's try and do that in this instance because he's back there yeah it's just breaking out of that mentality in the long term is what they have to find yeah being their best and complimenting a great player rather than depending on a great player. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. And plus, no. you know, the last little while, slowly integrating new players again into the lineup. So there's there's still adjustments going on. Um, and I still think, you know, I still think that, you know, Gilberto and Defoe need to start a game together. Mm-hmm. I really, yes, really, I would like to really, see that. Really really quite a, see quite that. a few would be nice. Yes. Let's do the rest of the season. Well, he's out for, uh, for two to three weeks, so that won't happen, but... Uh, Let's see after the All-Star game how long he's out for. <laughs> Good point. Indeed. Groin strain, miraculously healed. All right, lowlights. 
My low light is the world's fastest conundrum, Dominic Aduro. <laughs> now, I like him. I, I enjoy watching him because he's just a spitfire and he runs and it's fun to watch and it's silly. But if he could have 50% better touch than he does now, he'd probably be playing in another league with his tools. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. His speed is great. He's okay on the dribble, a little heavy-footed sometimes, but his... And he gets into the final third. Those crosses oh. and the final touches are just... Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh... The last two games, it seemed to be... Um, you could draw this amazing diagram of where he thinks this is a good place to take a shot. Mm. And this is the place where he thinks is a good place to make a pass. And if he could just invert those two places, he'd have <laughs> eight goals already... And he'd be a league all-star. Yeah. Instead, he's taking these terrible shots from out, out a distance, and he's making passes at the doorstep of goal. Like the go- the Luke Moore goal, I was sure that was going to not happen, because what a terrible idea to pass when you're on a breakaway. <laughs> like he he had at least three steps on the next defender. All he had to do was just tap inside, put it in, no problem. But his first instinct was to pass. On a one-on-one situation with was it Perkins? I like maybe maybe that's just he he just figured somebody was coming, but Moore wasn't really anywhere near. It. If it hadn't a staggered, hit the goalie and flopped around a bit, that allowed Moore to catch up and knock it in. Mm-hmm. But if that was a straight pass, that would have rolled right yeah, out yeah, for touch. Yeah. Sure. I I I wish I wish Oduro could have you know almost have like that that maybe maybe a microphone put into his or a earpiece put in. Somebody goes, no, this is the one you actually shoot. Shoot, no, shoot now. Shoot, shoot. Okay, yeah, that was a good shot. You know, like, even if he misses, at least he's getting the right places to make those decisions. Yeah, that's first step. Second step is his shot is technically poor. Yes. <laughs> Often. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, which is a very fine thing. Which is I, why he's in MLS. Yes. yes. Uh, which yes. Is why, and his speed is why he's in MLS and not yeah. 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 True. That's yeah. true. Indeed. Um... Low lights. And you mentioned there's kind of a duo taking shots from wrong places. Gilberto did that a lot. Yeah. Uh, it's like in this game as well. You know, he obviously got that first goal very nice, and overall he had a, a good game despite getting like quite uh, quite the kicking repeatedly. But uh, yes. yeah, that in the first half there was like two or three. Wait, yeah, why are you shooting from there? I, that makes no sense. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's not really much of a low light that I'm coming up with, really. So it's nitpicking, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I am not scoring more goals, and and some of that is yeah, Gilberto taking shots from odd places, Michael Bradley taking shots from odd places. Mm, he's doing yeah, a lot yeah, of he, he, was, he did that a lot on Saturday. I was like, what? why, why, yeah. why? More, sure. more goals would have been nice, but apart yeah. from five a five minute flurry, maybe around the 75th exactly. minute, it's not as if they were ever in any doubt of. Oh no! It was just no. Like I said, we're you know, as Duncan said, nitpicking, yeah. looking for something else. Pit do nick. Wait. All right. Uh, cheesiest moment or moment de fromage? Oh, I, okay. Then. <laughs> I was like, do we, Got it. Do we have French crickets? Got it. Good because honestly, I want to get this crappy pun out of the way. Benick made some really good saves. Next. Oh, but then that's like, oh, damn it. <laughs> that's why you go first. <laughs> okay, I'm still going to use mine. The ultras were left feeling blue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't realize this was all about uh, cheese puns. You know, oh, 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 <laughs> do one of my kids. <laughs> <laughs> At one point, for whatever reason, Daniel Henry had to uh, change his shorts. Well, it was like two balls of Edan cheese. <laughs> Cats entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have the, the Impact oh Ultra God. setting off smoke when nothing Gouda was happening. That was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. And they kept doing it. Smoked Gouda. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's like two or three times. Oh, well, the, the smoke bomb's going off over there. What? Why? What? Did, oh, did it? Yeah. Okay. Are they They're celebrating with us. Oh, thank They're you. That's nice. Game. That's great. Yeah. 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 Hey, guys, San Jose scorched. Alright, so Joey Saputo is still making changes. Nick DeSantos is out. Klopas, take it easy, is still in. What else should Joey change? Not a damn thing. That way the Ultras have to relive their past for their glories forever. (sighs) Got a banner for that one? The history, Mark. The history. L'histoire. Yeah. Yes. Manique. 
Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where were you in the manic right <laughs> I was two. <laughs> I was barely an embryo. Changed his business from dairy to old Italian gardening sandals and wife beaters because the Impact Squad is a key demographic very soon. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with he should change his stadium. It's the first time I've been there and it, it's pretty shit. I mean, you know, it's got that roof around it. That, that's kind of nice for the bits that I covered, but you got to go below the stands and wow, this is cheap. And there's, you know, there's not much in the way of the concession stands or anything. So, huh. This this makes BMO look okay. So um, yeah, you, you got yourself a shit box there, Joey. Do it up. Makes BMO look positively Red Bull Arena. Mm. <laughs> I had something stadium related as well. Uh, change the music. Oh yes, good uh, point. Techno dance music. Dear God, that can't possibly be motivating for the team. Clearly not the fans, since you know none of them were there. Mm. Um, and obviously that means more Mitsu. Yes. I, they, you know, we just tried to set them up for a stereotype, and they let us down. Mm. <laughs> Although... The, all the favors we do you, Montreal, this is what you do to us? I'll remember this. was very disappointing, though, that that big soccer ball that they carried out, like it was, you mm -hmm. know, Cleopatra or something encased inside on the two sticks, and they left it at the center. We were like, oh, it's going to open up, and she's going to rise from it. And it didn't happen. Nobody and, did. Uh, it wasn't it, even, and they just they just eased it off the field again. It's like not even Rock Wazine. No, or whatever his name is. Like somebody in there. No, not even Yuki. Like, mm. Come on, that would have been awesome. That would have been awesome. So, a uh, couple very important questions to answer uh, from the Montreal trip from a player standpoint. How many lap dances did Jermaine Defoe get? Eighteen. That's why the number's on his back. It's, it doesn't. So you know, it was a. Uh, he doesn't know French for eighteen. So he just points and say, eighteen of them. Ooh, that's brilliant. <laughs> Very versatile. And no, 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 not one girl. Eighteen, but eighteen girls, eighteen songs. Let's go. He does it right. Nice, mm, classy. <laughs> mm. Actually, actually, his groin injury has been explained. It was actually one lap dance. They told him not to take La Grande Martha to the champagne room, but he wouldn't <laughs> listen. La Grande Martha? That sounds like pretty horrible. Martha. Big Martha. <laughs> oh, so it's not okay. It's just a random woman's name. Yes. I, I thought it might be an actual word. No. Okay. God, thank God it was, because I didn't want you to pull up a picture. Uh, um, you guys are both wrong. Oh. Let me tell you right now. How many lap dances did Will Defoe get? All of them. Will Defoe? The last temptation yeah. of Jermaine. How many lap dances will Defoe get? Yeah, Will Defoe get? Yeah, he was right. He was yeah. just reading. Oh, he was just, he was just reading like, how you wrote it. Yeah. yeah. How many lap dances will Defoe get? Sound like you said Willem. All of them. <laughs> he will get all of them. Anyway, so and then how many will he pay for? Oh, he'll pay for none of them, part of his contract. I said, Defoe? Nice. Pay? Surely you jest. Mac Bloom will do that. It's in his contract. Yeah. All right. All right, then. <laughs> All right, so that just about wraps up the Montreal game. But, of course, we do have to turn to our Caldwell Arms game in 16 words. Gentlemen, what do you have? Bye-bye, Montreal. Bye-bye, Saputo. We easily beat you by two. We only wanted... Mitsu. Uh, That's fucking wonderful. I'm fast. Ground, no fans. Sanchez. Ground, no fans. Sanchez. Team as well. That was fun. For me, Dad. The 16th word. Yes, yes. <laughs> Long ride there. Good guys won. Impact are sad. Seeing Hubert's was all I could expect. I have, uh, nous avons finalement battu une équipe plus faible, le chemin devant l'équipe des vrais. Très fantastique. In other words, we finally beat a team that we were supposed to beat, like good teams do. <laughs> Albanian. <laughs> <laughs> we cover all the bases. Uh, Multicultural. Billy Duca. <laughs> he's declared you know, himself for Albania. I know. Uh, has he really? Yes. Yeah. Uh. Hasn't been taken yet. But he's declared himself. We don't want you. Didn't have no idea his name was like Dilva Sanduka. <laughs> oh, it's short for? Yeah. yeah. That's disappointing. I know. But 
not disappointing. I've declared for Albania. That's awesome. <laughs> well, they take him, I will totally get a well, kit with his name on it. Well, with all those Swiss players that are Albanian, yeah. I'm surprised he didn't just declare himself for Switzerland, too. He's born American, though, so he's got a he's born American Albanian parents. So, oh, okay. Or something like that. Yeah. I've learned so much. Dilvazen First, first match I've actually looked at him seriously. I don't know why I always, when I heard him get drafted and stuff, I always pictured Dilly Duca as some like surf kid with like long blonde hair. Oh, hey guys, I'm Dilly Duca. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he's like swarthy Balkan dude. Yeah. Oh, like you're a chunky boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so since I went ahead and got uh, a player that I. Don't normally say nice things about. Who I was think. it? Bradley Ward is signed by a kid. Which TFC player would you gentlemen not want to sign your kit? I would not want Jermaine Defoe. Because you don't know where that Sharpie has been. <laughs> oh. You can't. How did you even say that with a straight face? It's lies. Lies. Marcus? Uh, Chris Kanaka. <laughs> Like, I'm sure he's a super nice guy, sweetheart, but uh, if I'm wearing the shirt and he signs it, he may break my arm unintentionally. And if I hand it to him, I'm certain it'll be destroyed by his caveman strength. It's not meant to be disrespect, Chris. It's self-preservation. Dunk? Um, I would go with uh, Kyle Becker, because you just wouldn't notice it. Well, sign, but then you, you turn around and look, there's nothing there. You did nothing. <laughs> like the outside of albino ghost <laughs> kind of guy that he is. For a second there, I thought you were going to go, he just devalue the shirt. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> much better than what I had. He's declared for the albinos. <laughs> nice. His full name happens <laughs> Or I'll choose Duende Rosario because uh, it's actually in his contract he's not allowed to sign anything now. <laughs> <laughs> Just for PR purposes, we're going to make nice. So, <laughs> also, yeah, Ravis Saskanovic wasn't there. Uh, yeah. He has to stand behind him yeah. while he signs yeah. his shirt. He can't sign anything without <laughs> Ravis Saskanovic massaging his shoulders. Magical. We can dance if we want to, we can leave your friends behind Cause your friends don't dance and if they don't dance, well they're no friends of mine Say, we can go where we want to, place where they will never find And we can act like we come from out of this world, leave the real one far behind We all laugh at the yellow football team. The yellow football team. The yellow football team. Well, I was just getting into that. <laughs> I was just right. I could have kept going for the five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Harmony. Like yeah, yeah. It's just yeah, yeah. Too much. Yeah. Yeah. But we do. You know, they're not the ones that can call the Trillium Cup their own, can they? No. I think not. Ah. Uh, however, we've got to play them according to some schedule type thing and. Team has to do something this week, so why not? Mm-hmm. So here to tell us all about the crew is Duncan Fletcher with the game preview. Merci beaucoup, Christin. De rien. Um, yeah, Columbus. Uh, they were good. Then they were crap. Then they got better. Now they're right there in the playoff mix, uh, fifth place. 27 points from 22 games. Uh, they have two wins, two defeats, and five draws since we played against them uh, at oh. the end of May. So they are uh, very average, very mediocre. Uh, it's all about Federico Higuain, of course. Uh, eight goals and five assists so far this season. Uh, given T- TFC's recent sloppy defending, and no, a clean sheet against Montreal doesn't really count. And uh, given Higuain's love of drifting around trying to find spaces, I'd put money on him finding it at some point. Probably where the right back should be after everyone's slipped over to the left, so hopefully Oduro will actually pay attention to dropping back to fill. Creval probably is uh, space, or maybe Bradley or Warner or whoever can keep track of him. Uh, but if you do that, TFC should be able to get a result. Um, you know, they've got no one else really. You know, a few people have got a few goals, but no one's really doing anything. Uh, they do, of course, have Alvaro Ray to terrorise his former team after the transfer that brought Dominic Aguero to Toronto. Uh, except they don't, as Ray, of course, got the. Fuck 
proud of Columbus as soon as he could. One month and nine days and just 32 minutes of playing time before leaving due to family reasons back home. So, uh, yeah. I think you just wanted well to done. see what the inside of Randy Savage International Airport looked like. <laughs> that's Once a good you point. see it, that's it. Yes. Once you get the uh, tourist t-shirt with the sunglasses on it. Yeah. You're done. Yeah, that's yeah. all you yeah, have to do. Yeah. The planes with like the, the streamers kind of yeah. hanging off the wings yeah. and the wheels. Uh, Miss oh. Elizabeth Lounge. <laughs> yes. Whenever they land. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> ding, ding. Oh, yeah. It's the best power ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have a flight from Toronto's landing. Dig it. Oh yeah! Uh, all the way to New York. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, uh, defender Michael Parkhurst made the All Star game. Our uh, Will Traps sure. and backup goalie Matt Lampson both played in the homegrown games. It's all uh, very exciting. Yay, Columbus! Um, that's about all the detail we need, really, for this one, as it's, uh, it's really a meaningless game. And yes, there's points up for grabs, and with a win, Columbus would actually go above Toronto in the standings, but who cares? We've already got that sweet, sweet Trillium Cup wrapped up for the year, which is uh, surely all that counts. So, uh, yeah, that's your abridged scouting report for Columbus Crew. Back to you, Kristen. Thanks, Duncan. Bonjour, my ice-cold pussy lovers in that great white north. It's me, Neil Ohio's most erotic mascot, and rash-free for 13 days. Crewcat! I am personally inviting all you Munger cats down here to the Toledo Riviera, where Columbus Crew hosts your Toronto FU. Don't forget to bring your passport, bottled water, and some soothing ointments for your old feline friend, Crewcat. Obamacare don't cover the mule killer. Milanese. <laughs> See you next week. Good day. Well, that's it for this week. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to get those bitchy blank entries in. And please, if you like what uh, our malarkey, please go ahead and give us a rating on iTunes. Leave us some comments on our site. Or, you know, just tweet at us. We love the love. Uh, do join us next week as we break down the Columbus game, look ahead to the game against Sporting KC, and all of our other usual malarkey. Until then, you can find us on the interwebs. Mr. Duncan at Duncan D. Fletcher. Au revoir, Madame et Monsieur. Uh, Tony at the Yorkies 1812. Arrivé, la discothèque. Mr. Mark at Innertalk, I-G-N-I-R-T-O-Q. Où est le sable de As for me... At KZ Knowles, I'll be at La Bibliothèque. Until then, Toronto, get used to it. That's the only bit worth listening to. <laughs> we make you sit through 52 minutes of shit just so you can get to us being assholes. 52 minutes? What? Well, 47. Yeah. more. Yeah, I'm sure you should. You I like? Just, you recognize me? You like me? Okay. I actually have a little bit of guilt about it. <laughs> you should. Larry, you should. Larry's a bitch. <laughs>
Hi Bradley R, if you're listening, you should go back to previous episodes and see just what that girl who shared your sign thinks of you. It was an ironic autograph. Yes. Those are just embarrassing. <laughs> we would have accepted your autograph happily. Yeah, yeah. whatever. I would have asked you to draw a picture of you headbutting another man. <laughs> I would have got a picture of you standing erotically over Luke Moore. I've said some nice things about you, just mm. not recently. All right. You are the least deserving person you, at this table for a Bradley Orr. You have a trajectory as to your approval and distaste. It was about three weeks ago yeah. it ended, and about five weeks ago it started. So it was just yeah, it was a short it, spike. It, 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 yeah, horrible, horrible, horrible. Oh, he's okay. Yeah, he's horrible. <laughs> it was like, oh, it was like uh, pumpkin stuff. I was right the first time. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Which is more than we want. <laughs> we mostly watch for stadium infrastructure and kits. <laughs> You know. You know the only our players stadium, in this league I know are comedy name players. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, our stadium and kit podcast would yeah. be oh, amazing yeah. and listened by almost nobody. Yes. Because we are the target audience. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Tony, that bit you did last week was so good. <laughs> Comment <laughs> section. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just do. Uh, we'll just do. Bang on again, yeah. Mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two ratings on fucking iTunes. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> Easily one of the top 100 kit and stadium podcasts available today. And that's what we call it, too. The kit and stadium podcast. Without <laughs> no funny name. <laughs> it just starts like, welcome to joining us for this kit and stadium podcast. Tony, did you see that new Peruvian kit that came out from uh, Elian's Lima? All <laughs> like oh, just because... We just look at look at a kit, comment, and go to the next one. Yeah. There's no structure to it. <laughs> one star. Fun. I thought the kitten stadium thing was about kittens. <laughs> 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 there was no kitten talk. Oh, Where's false advertising since the Yorkies? <laughs> <laughs> There's no dogs there. I followed them on Twitter for two months. He was talking about Rob Ford and soccer. <laughs> no talk of the chocolate bar or the, or the dog breed. Bullshit. Put out the dog blog. Can you make techno music in behind us? <laughs> it's clearly like. This is all the good ones. Don't do the Chinese one. <laughs> I think it's about to be a show. We can't tell. We need a translator. Uh, um, Very well could be. I think I'm uncomfortable. I'm I, know, I know Quebec are renowned for their racial, you know. Yeah. I, I've made Mary watch it. She's not sure. <laughs> Highlights. Yes. Uh, good question. Somebody else should answer that first, I think. That was a good bit. Sure. Yeah, wow. Yeah. That was radio <laughs> gold. Yes. <laughs> Always a pro. Um, we welcome to the uh, Kitten Podcast. <laughs> the Kitten Stadium Podcast. Jungle Fletcher with his uh, views on Kits and Stadiums. <laughs> There's no kittens to be found, mm-hmm. I don't get it. Oh. <laughs> You're all so mean to me. Alright, this week! <laughs> well, exactly, what happened to all the support? Bastards. Can you feel her <laughs> Do you feel me sad? <laughs> Call an right. Andy. Call an Andy. <laughs> la 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 la. Can you remember the scarf again? <laughs> la 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 la. Can you start again? Can you start again? Can you start again?